Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Strength and Struggle Podcast. This is your host, Janelle Petrosino, and I'm so excited to talk to you today about why giving up is a waste of time. I just want to apologize for two things today. Number one, I'm like completely out of breath because I am super duper pregnant. And also, I'm a little bit like scatterbrained today. So if I stumble on my words or I stutter a little bit, I am so sorry in advance. Or if you hear me breathing up a storm up here, I swear I'm just living. I'm a f- I'm fine. All good over here. Just the baby s- like crushing my lungs. <laughs> um, but I still wanted to host today because I think it's so important that you guys hear about this topic and it's something that I've learned from experience throughout time. Of course, I like to bring personal experiences to this channel so that you know that you're not alone and that even people that seem like they've got it all together, even people that host podcasts, they struggle and they go through trials and tribulations that end up, you know, changing their lives as well. So I hope that you can take something away from today's episode and apply it to your own life. But today I decided to talk about this topic because I think that it's just a common way of dealing with struggle. A lot of us, we will go through a struggle and give up either on that thing or on something else in the process because for whatever reason, when we struggle, a lot of times it brings about self-doubt, frustration, self-consciousness, and it brings about a lot of kind of negative emotions about what we're capable of as individuals, which I think is like really interesting because a lot of times the struggles that we face are things that are out of our control. So in theory, it doesn't really make sense that it is something that is like definitive of the type of person that we are per se. But a lot of times I think that we find comfort in having to blame something or someone when we're struggling and the closest person to us is ourselves. So a lot of times we resort back to um, self-sabotage and, you know, giving up too easily because we think that maybe we're not good enough or we lack self-confidence based on a scenario and how it plays out. So I really wanted to talk about this topic today because I think that it can really be applied to really big struggles as well as just kind of everyday struggles. And so I want to share in a couple of different ways as well as bringing some of my personal experiences to play. But one of the really main reasons why I thought of this topic is because I was thinking about my own journey and I was thinking about, I asked myself the question of like, what is one of the like greatest lessons that I've learned throughout time by through my struggles by struggling over and over again. And one of the things that just popped into my mind was that like giving up is a waste of time because the reason that I decided that or I came to that conclusion is that a lot of the things that I've given up on on the past in the moment have been things that I have went back to or that I still to this day am striving to achieve. And it just kind of brought about the... um the realization that like a lot of times the things that we that we are striving to achieve we're doing that for a reason so when we don't achieve that goal like deep down it doesn't mean that we give up on it or that we don't desire that goal anymore it just means that we are feeling discouraged and really giving up is more of like an emotional response to struggle, right? So it's not a realistic response a lot of times because in the moment, if we actually, (laughs) when we were struggling, if we actually played out, like, what is this going to look like if I give up? Like, how am I going to feel a month from now, six months from now, a year from now? Like, 
if we were actually thinking rationally about it, most of us probably wouldn't give up so easily. But we all know that that's not the case knee deep in a struggle. Like a lot of times we resort to anxious thoughts and emotional eating and like whatever other outlet we can um, lean into at the time to give us a short term feeling of, um, I don't even know if I want to say positivity because it's really not but like comfort like a lot of times when we're going through a struggle we're just looking for comfort so even so I'm gonna just dive in right to my examples because I don't want to confuse you but like for example say and this is a personal experience that I experienced like let's talk health and fitness today I'm a personal trainer I'm a health coach I know 95% of the people that are listening to this have either been on a health and fitness journey or are currently on a health and fitness journey and we all know that there are things that happen when we are on our health health and fitness journey that um, create feelings of like failure and struggle. But first off, I want to point out that most of us start a health and fitness journey because we come to the realization that there is something more that we are striving for. So whether it's weight loss or maybe it's just feeling healthier or maybe it's just having a certain physique. Like when we set out on a health and fitness journey, it's because we desire to achieve a goal. So we have these expectations of ourselves that we are going to achieve greatness. And sometimes when we strive to do that doesn't pan out exactly the way that we want. I know for myself personally, when I first started my health and fitness journey, I was hindered a little bit by my environment. So other people that were eating foods that maybe tempted me or were skipping out on workouts, maybe people that literally like didn't work out at all, but had a really great metabolism, like had influenced me to make decisions maybe that didn't speak to my goals. So for example, one that we can all relate to is you're on a health and fitness journey, you're working out, you're eating healthy, and then you go to a social event on the weekend and you overindulge. Okay. You didn't do your workout. You drink some alcohol, you overeat and you feel really yucky the next day, but you feel so yucky that you just resort to carbs because your stomach's off and you have a headache and you feel hungover and you just, you're like, okay, one more day. But then that next morning you step on the scale and you see that you gained five pounds and you're like, are you kidding me? Like I just went out and had one good night with my friends. Like I recovered yesterday, but here I am and I gained five pounds. Like okay, what, whatever, I'm going to go make macaroni and cheese because what's the point? Like, I think that we can all like really resonate with that example because I've been there a million times myself. It's like we create these like really high expectations and then when we act like humans sometimes, which we do, like we, we get this like all or nothing mentality like, oh, well, I might as well just give up because if I already gained five pounds, like it's going to take like two more weeks to lose that. And then like, what the hell? I can never even like go out and drink. Like this isn't realistic. This isn't maintainable. So I'm just going to go eat mac and cheese. I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go make brownies. You know, it's like giving up in the moment just seems so much easier than facing the fact that maybe, maybe we have to reevaluate our expectations of ourselves, right? So a a lot of my personal training clients, let's just stay on this topic of health and fitness, they want to weigh a certain amount, okay? But then they also want to be able to have a life and enjoy socially and, um, you know, enjoy the things that they love as we all should as humans. So a lot of times I have to explain to my clients, like you have to decide what's more important to you. And this is actually a, a lesson that I learned myself 
through experience. Like I remember myself too. Like I personally wanted to weigh a certain weight for like the rest of my life. And any time that I went over that weight, I would over exercise or I would under eat. Um, when this was before I became a personal trainer and a health coach, I was actually in a really unhealthy place myself. And I just realized after like a couple of years of like living that sick cycle of like always being down on myself and never being pretty enough, like skinny enough, like all of those like really derogative feelings and like giving up on my goals over and over and over again and not getting anywhere fast that I had to make the realization that like I had to decide what was a realistic goal for me. Like, did I want to weigh that weight more than anything or did I want to be happy, healthy, and still live my life? So what I learned is that um, giving up, number one, was never a good option because I always resorted back to the same goal. I still wanted to be skinnier. I still wanted to be healthier. I still wanted to get back to working out and eating healthy after feeling like crap after a week of like self-sabotaging and feeling sorry for myself. So number one, I had to come to the realization that maybe the goal wasn't wasn't the right goal for me. And I think that that takes some bravery. And sometimes we want overnight results, right? I'm sure all of us listening have wanted overnight results. And it takes like a little bit of courage and bravery to admit to ourselves that, okay, the answer isn't to give up on the goal completely because I didn't achieve it or because I completely self-sabotaged my goals this weekend. But instead, maybe I just need to tweak my goal a little bit to be a little bit more realistic. And that's what I had to do. I had to realize that like more than the number mattered to me on the scale. What mattered more was that I wanted to be happy and healthy and feel good in my own skin, but I still wanted to be able to go out and have social gatherings and go out to dinner with my husband and things like that too. So sometimes the the goals that we have in our mind are just so unrealistic that they're unmaintainable. And then when we strive for them or we see, seek... um you know, achievement with that goal and we don't achieve it in a timely fashion or in a manner that we thought we would, we have to take a step back and say, well, giving up on the goal isn't going to resolve it. I still want to be X, Y, and Z. I want to be happier, healthier, um, stronger, but maybe I need to change my approach. Um, so that was like one really big struggle for me that I learned because even if it it didn't have, even if you're somebody that like is on a health and fitness journey and maybe the scale isn't your trigger, maybe it's just eating. Like maybe you're somebody that really commits to your nutrition, but always gives up halfway. <laughs> Raise your hand if you've given up on a nutrition plan. I hope that we are all raising our hands. I still, to this day, even being a health coach and personal trainer, struggle with emotional eating. But one thing that I learned is that you know, say you eat really well for five days and then you don't for three days. Like a lot of people I've experienced in my accountability group, like we'll go MIA and we'll stop, stop altogether because they're like, well, I screwed up and I messed up. And so what's the point? Like, I'm never going to get this right. But what we don't realize is that when we throw our goals out the window, we we're setting ourselves back even further because there's definitely going to be a day where we wake up and you're we're like okay enough's enough like I'm sick of my stomach feeling bloated I'm sick of running to the bathroom every five seconds I'm sick of feeling discouraged about myself and not feeling confident in my clothes so how can I make this thing work 
in the moment when it happens instead of just giving up like we have to just ask ourselves those hard questions like what can I be doing differently what happened this weekend that maybe next weekend I can do something a little bit differently because even if you did fall off track for a day or two guess what news alert you're human so is everybody else and their mother every single person that you know has fallen off track at one point or another and it's not living a perfect life with a perfect um, journey that's going to get you the results that you want. That's boring. Like, do you really want to go the rest of your life without ever having a drink with your friends and without ever eating pizza again, without ever eating a cookie? Like, that's not living either. I think that we just have to come to the realization that sometimes it just, it requires us to ask ourselves hard questions and to do the hard work. And I feel like a lot of times in the moment, giving up in the moment is so much easier because it gives us permission to not put in the work. It gives us permission to stay comfortable. And for any of you that have had or undergone any type of transformation, you know firsthand that transformation requires change. If you do the same thing over and over and over again, nothing is going to change. So if you're striving for a goal, but you're not willing to put in the work and you're not willing to ask yourself hard questions and change your habits, then it's never going to change. So a lot of times I've learned in my personal struggles and journey that giving myself permission not to is a way for me to duck out on doing the work. And the only way that I will ever even come one foot closer to the goal is when I do put in the work. Um, Another really great scenario of this is when it has when it has in the past and currently does come to building a business. I am an entrepreneur. I started a online health and wellness coaching business in 2014 from scratch, rock bottom. I'm really proud of it and all of the women that I've brought to my community, they are all so amazing in their own ways and I could not even imagine my life without them. But I have to talk about the many times that while trying to build my team and trying to bring this business from a literal like like from nothing to where it is now there were a lot of struggles that I've faced and a lot of times that I've kind of self-sabotaged and I'm going to be completely honest with you I, I my ego is not too big like I I have built this business a lot slower than many people in my field. So all the other coaches, like on average, there are many, many others that built their business to the same level of success or more in a shorter period of time. Um, And the reason why is because there were a lot of times where I gave up in the moment and I said to myself, like, what's the point? What's the point? And I would just kind of drown myself in self-doubt and frustration and the comparison game. And I would just basically just give myself permission to like watch Netflix instead of do my work or give myself an excuse as to like why I didn't achieve that goal. But what I always found is that at the end of the day, my reason for starting the business never changed. For those of you that don't know me personally, I started my business because I was sick and tired of never seeing my daughter. At the time, I only had one child. I literally would have enough time to tuck her in at night and get her dressed in the morning. The job I was working at the time that I started coaching or right before coaching 
was not fulfilling. It was not bringing me joy. And it required me to literally have somebody else constantly watching my child. So even though it wasn't the best scenario for me to start a business, even though I had no experience, even though I was in a really bad place mentally, even though I had no business being a health and fitness coach, the true purpose behind that business being built was that I wanted to create a life where I was able to provide for my family while still living on my own terms. My purpose for starting my business is that I wanted to be able to be present while still being able to contribute and pay our bills. So I decided to build a side hustle on the side um, that would allow for me to be home part-time or full-time, whatever I had decided. And I did decide part-time because let's be honest, I have to, number one, be a personal trainer is just like part of who I am. And secondly, I have to be around adults. I've learned um, for a couple of days a week and that's totally fine. But I was able to replace my full-time income in 14 months because of that reason. The reason was my why. And my why was so seriously strong that there were so many days that even in the midst of struggle, I would put my feet on the floor and I would get up and I would do the work. So the reason I bring that up is because every time that I didn't though, every time that I didn't show up and do the work and every time I threw my hands up and every time I gave myself an excuse and every time I played the pity party, it, it created, um, like it made the time in which I was striving and achieving goals to be that much longer. But every single time I did give up in the moment, I always came back because of my why, because my reason for building the business never changed. So my reason for sharing this with you is because I've learned firsthand in building this business that giving up is not, is like such a waste of time. It's a waste of freaking time. Like there, I could probably say at least four months of my business were completely wasted in the last five years, just dwelling, pitying, making excuses, comparing to other people. When if I actually in the moment looked at the struggle that I was facing and said, what can I do differently? What am I doing to prevent myself from achieving this goal? What am I doing to bring this struggle on myself? And that's like key right here because a lot of times, you guys, a lot of times we don't realize it, but we bring our struggles on ourselves especially in the entrepreneur world. So many people I've seen that have so many amazing qualities that would um, make it so that they would be a really great entrepreneur. But a lot of the reason why they aren't striving and hitting their goals is because they're their self-doubt or maybe their lack of consistency or lack of work ethic. Like a lot of times the struggles that we face are things that we bring about ourselves. And so in the moment, it's so much easier. Like, like I already said to say, well, screw this. I'm not even going to try. What's the point? I'm never going to get there. It's so much easier to give ourselves that permission to walk away when in all actuality, what we need to be saying is like, well, I want this bad. I want this so bad that I'm willing to dissect this and really marinate in what it is that I keep doing to hold myself back. Or if it's not yourself that's that's causing the struggle, how can I eliminate the struggle? So is it your environment? Is it somebody in your life that's maybe not supportive of your business that is throwing shade at you or, or talking about you on, on 
you know, behind closed doors or, you know, whatever it is, like eliminate the source that is bringing the struggle. That is honestly the key. It's not to give up. It's to eliminate the struggle. And sometimes I think that we just get frustrated because maybe in the moment we don't know what that struggle is yet. And maybe it'll take a little time and patience to figure it out. Or maybe if we do know what that struggle is, we know it is going to require that much more energy, that much more time, that much more focus to eliminate it from our lives. And in this this day and age, we want this like light switch life where we just turn on the light switch and we're successful and we have the answers to everything and we we overcome all of our struggles, but that's just not how life is, you guys. So I want to bring this to you because I know personally that it's it's just not worth your time to give up, especially if it's something that you really genuinely want. Um, and I think that a lot of times, like when we are on a journey of some sort, whether it be a health and fitness journey, building a business, or even like infertility, I know you guys know I'm like super passionate about that topic too. Like this can really be applied. Like um, there were many times in my infertility journey that I felt like giving up on other things. So this is where I'm going to like kind of bridge the gap and give you a different perspective of giving up. So obviously like my infertility journey is a little bit different in the sense that it was kind of out of my control for a really long time. I didn't really know why I was going through infertility and it turns out that it was like a medical reason, something that I didn't know because I wasn't diagnosed yet. But I find that for like a really long time, I would give up on things that were helping me to cope with my infertility journey, if that makes sense. So during my infertility journey, there was a lot of health and fitness goals because I felt like working out and eating healthy was only going to help prepare my body for a great pregnancy when I did get pregnant eventually, if I did get pregnant eventually. I also... um just kind of indulged in a lot of personal development and meditation and different things in different phases of my journey. However, I remember so many different milestones during that experience where maybe I got a negative pregnancy test or maybe I didn't have like the best experience at my doctor appointment and they gave me news that I didn't like to hear. I remember there were many times where I would pull away from the very things that were making me stronger. So what that might have looked like was maybe I just said, screw my workout this week. I'm not doing it. Or forget meditation. I was too bitter, too frustrated, too annoyed to like sit in a quiet place and breathe and to think. Um, I often kind of just self-sabotaged myself and emotionally ate and stopped following my meal plans and stopped being accountable in the accountability group that I was a part of toward the beginning of my journey because in the moment it was so much easier to dwell and to pity myself. Like there were so many days that instead of getting up and doing something good for myself to help my mindset and to help me continue getting closer and closer to my goal, because obviously we all know like when we're trying to get pregnant, like taking care of our body first is like primary. If we're not taking care of ourselves, then how is our body supposed to grow a human, you know? So in the moment, it just seemed so much easier to just stay in bed and stay curled in the ball or like go to work, come home, veg out on the couch and eat because I felt sorry for myself and I felt like I was losing control. Um, ironically, the one thing that I could have controlled during those times was the way that I treated myself. And I found that 
in addition to going through the stresses of infertility, I caused a lot of other stress in my own life by starting and stopping my health and fitness journey, starting and stopping my mental health journey, starting and stopping my journey with God. Like there were so many times that, you know, I don't really talk about like that topic a lot. I think that religion is a really iffy topic because I truly believe that everybody is allowed to have their own beliefs when it comes to their religion and and their faith. But I'm like openly um, able to talk about the fact that my faith journey only started like four years ago. I really had a hard time connecting with God um, throughout my infertility journey. And there were a lot of times where I would start praying, but I was kind of praying for the wrong things and for the wrong reasons. And then the minute something didn't happen or the minute I didn't get pregnant, I would just stop praying because I got super bitter. But in all actuality, now looking back, like I wasted so much dang time because now I'm closer to God than ever after going through so many of the different crazy struggles I've been through in the last few years. And I always come back to my faith because I know that it's important to me deep down. So in the moment, I wasted so much time being bitter when I could have been leaning in and really just doing the hard work. So the reason I shared this scenario is because I think a lot of times we give up on other things that have nothing to do with the struggle. So maybe you're having marital problems or relationship problems. So you're emotional eating a lot more or you're throwing your fitness goals out the window because you're stressed or, you know, maybe you're having a hard time balancing your schedule. So you completely eliminate the one thing that's going to give you the mo- most amount of energy, which is your workout. I think we've all been there where it's just so easy to kind of like sabotage ourselves in the moment because it's so much easier to give ourselves an excuse to not have to show up, to not have to show up and face the day when it's hard. But what I found in the contrary are the times that I have been struggling, which one great example was through my miscarriage. I continued to do all of the things that I kind of gave up on during my infertility journey because I learned with experience um, that it was a waste of my time. And I ended up like getting pregnant three months after my miscarriage and having an extremely healthy pregnancy that I'm now like at the end of. So I don't just say this um, to just, you know, preach or to give tough love. I, I'm I'm actually speaking from a place of love that I've learned that giving up on yourself is just, it's a waste of time. And especially when the struggle has nothing to do with what you're sabotaging, like it's pointless because, okay, say for example, you're having marital problems or you had a pregnancy loss or maybe you lost a loved one or a pet. Like those are all serious struggles. Those are all things that you have every right to be really crushed about and really upset about and to have to take some time to work through. But think about it, not working out, not taking care of your mental health, not getting enough sleep, not doing things that make you smile, not taking time to laugh. Like those things aren't like not doing those things are not going to change the fact that you are going through this struggle. You have to face the struggle. You have to weather the storm no matter what. Um, doing things that make you stronger and more resilient are only going to help you fight your battle and your struggle with so much more grace and stamina. So when it comes to like throwing all of your responsibilities out the window just because you're having a bad day, like what the real courageous and my favorite word, warrior-esque thing to do, because I truly believe there's a warrior in all of us, um, is to show up 
even when it's hard, like show up on the hard days. And one of my favorite quotes that I like to believe I made it up. If somebody else made it up prior to me, like I'll give them all the credit. It's definitely something though that I say all the time and it's don't ever give up on a hard day. Um, and I'm sure obviously like hundreds of people have said this in their own way, um, before me, but like essentially don't give up on a hard day because if you don't give up on a hard day, then you'll never give up. And that's kind of like my philosophy in life. Like when I'm going through something hard, I ask myself like, well, I mean, if I give up, like what's, I mean, is it going to serve me in any way? And if the answer is no, it's like, okay, I better not give up today. Like, let me just get, get out of my own way. Let me go let me practice gratitude and let me go get do my workout. Let me make a salad, like whatever is going to help me stay the course with whatever goal that I'm working toward in that moment. I always find that I'm so happy that I, I stuck it out on a hard day because it makes the easy days so much easier. Like if you don't give up on a hard day, then you'll never give up because who's ever going to wake up and give up on an easy day? Who's ever going to say like today's easy today's there's no struggles going on I think I'm gonna give up on my goals no we give up on ourselves and we we throw our hands up and we get frustrated when things are hard only because we don't want to be we don't want to get vulnerable with ourselves basically we don't want to have to dissect you know what we could possibly be doing better or how we could be showing up a little bit differently in our journey or how we could be working a little bit harder or maybe how we could be tweaking the way that we see things or view things or deal with things and obviously self work is a little uncomfortable at times but I promise you it's never a waste of time like when you look at a scenario and you ask yourself what you could be doing differently and what you can be doing better it's an amazing opportunity for you to grow as a human being and I used to be the type of person that was like oh yeah self-help like that's so stupid like I don't need to change who I am I'm great the way I am but like I realized really fast that I was just hitting a lot of walls when I was on my journey and trying to strive and achieve all of these things. And I had to take a step back and say, okay, like how can I be a better version of myself? Like, even if it means like taking a step back and putting in a little more work or like changing a little bit of who I am as a person, like that's okay. I don't have to change who I am inside, but I can change the way that I react to things and I can change the way that I um, commit to things and so on. So Yeah, that's all I wanted to share today is that if you're going through a struggle, like giving up on the things that mean the most to you is just a waste of time, friend, because you're going to know days from now, weeks from now, you're going to come back to that same goal and you're going to say, why the heck did I give up? I still want it. I still feel it in my heart. I still like have this vision for my life. I still want to feel better. I still want to be happier. I still want to be healthier. So why the heck did I give up? Because you're only going to start again. And it's the same thing with like any scenario, like even if you apply this to a relationship that you really, really want to work, but in the moment you aren't putting an effort into the relationship and you're just saying, oh, the heck with it because you like, because it's hard maybe to admit that you were wrong or it's hard to admit that maybe you have to, or maybe you just don't feel like being the bigger person because you're stubborn. Like if you want that relationship to work, you'll learn through experience that it's just so much better to do the work um, in the moment instead of giving up because that's like me in a nutshell back in the day, like dating the same guy 15 times because you break up and then you get, you go go back out and then you, 
you know, break up over the same thing again. And it's like, okay, well, why are we going back out again? Because like, it's the same cycle, but until you either walk away from the goal, you change the goal or you realize that it's just not going to work. Like now Paul and I started dating. Oh my gosh, next month, it'll be 10 years. We started dating and we've never broken up once. And it's funny. It's not that we haven't had like issues. Every relationship has ups and downs, but it's because like when I met Paul, like that's when I started my growing journey. And that's when I started to look myself in the mirror and say like, what can I be doing differently? What can I be doing better? How can I grow today? And, um, we've grown together and it's just been an amazing ride. So I just wanted to point this out to you guys in case you're struggling, there's always a reason to keep showing up. If you literally never give up on a hard day, you will never give up because giving up on an easy day is just not an option. Um, if you have any questions about this episode or you have any comments, like please feel free to reach out to me. My Instagram handle is Janelle underscore N underscore Petrosino. That's P-E-T-R-O-S-I-N. I am always up for good conversation. And if you like this episode, I would just so appreciate if you could share it on your stories and tag me or also head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Um, It would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for being here with me and I hope you have an amazing weekend.